Hello, podcasters. Podcast. I can talk. Podcasters. This is Julie's story. This is the Julie story podcast. This is the place where I keep it real and raw. The funny real life stories, the comedic podcast for babes building empires. This episode is on fire. It's really on fire. Um, I'm talking about summer vibes, what's been going on, some funny things about the kids, ridiculous stories you can relate to, trust me. And also sharing some more of Andre and my love story. Also keeping it real and raw about what's been going on, why I took a little bit of a break last week from the podcast. So take a deep breath, relax, enjoy your coffee, and listen to all that right after these messages from the sponsors that help make this podcast possible. Here it is. Thank you and amen. Good day. Hello, podcasters. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm welcoming myself back because... If you've been following me for a minute, listening to our podcast, you know Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days, but last week, girl, girl, last week, I could not. I thou shalt nodded my podcast because I just wasn't, I just wasn't there. I just, I love you and I want to be here, but there's some weeks where, um, yeah, just couldn't, <laughs> just couldn't. You know those times where you're like, I'm... Just the most I could do today is just showering or and or um making toast like that's that's the kind of week that that it was, and um gosh, I wish I could go into all the detail wouldn't you love that wouldn't you just love to hear all the tea but I won't I will keep you from those details as I want to be your escape from your details. if you need it if you need escape from your own details of your life, let me be that for you. I have my little escapes, which right now, by the way, again, another shameless plug to my favorite murder. I'm just like so about this podcast right now. Like these two women are giving me life with their comedic vibes and also like that it's like satisfying that murder mystery side of me that loves like to solve those puzzles and things. Why do we like that stuff? I don't know. But I'm just that person that's like, oh, uh, making of a murder, watching that. Like, oh, Ted Bundy Files, watching that. Like, oh, making of a murder podcast, listening to that. But what I love about it and what I realized was like in the middle of me processing a lot of just things personally and lots of different things going on, it's been a really nice escape. And I realized that, oh my gosh, like maybe I can be that for you. So you're welcome. I don't know what I'm throwing at you today. I'm just going to be totally honest. I do have a story that will probably lead to another story that will probably lead to another story, which is literally the entire basis of this podcast is me telling you stories. And then I throw it all together with a bow at the end with like, here's a nugget of wisdom, take the wisdom and have the best life of your whole life. The story I want to tell you happened a couple days ago. You know, if you've been here for a minute, uh, you've heard the stories, the crazy stories, that have happened. It's always fun to throw in a story that's fresh. You know, it's like just hot out the oven. This happened to me. Um, we were coming home from a night swim because it's summer. My parents have the biggest, the second biggest pool in the entire like state of Florida, I believe. It's either like the county, the city, or the state. We're going to go with state or the country. One of those. It's huge and that is not an exaggeration it is gigantic it's probably half the size of an olympic size swimming pool like that's how big this pool was 
this pool was like it's gone now no it's still there today it's still there (laughs) and um so the kids love to go swimming at night especially because my dad has these super cool like rainbow lights which is amazing like they have unicorn lights in their pool so the kids love to swim at night so we're coming home from a night swim and we're walking up and there's this beautiful large probably as half the size of my hands which by the way I have little baby hands and I just found out that I actually am the size of an average 12 year old in the United States that's a little fun fact Julie story fun fact for you but half the size of my little 12 year old hand is this frog and I love frogs like there's something about like I love ducks more but there's something about frogs that have like the little like the little nodules at the end of their little fingers. I love those frogs. I don't know what it is. So there's this huge, this huge frog that's like cup, like we're walking up our doorway to our door and there's this huge frog. So we think that it would be really funny to like, let our dog just sniff the frog, like no big deal. Like just to see like what she would do. So Laylee, I'm like Lucy Laylee, Laylee, my daughter is holding our dog, Lucy, a multi-poo. And we're like leaning over and I think it's going to be a brilliant idea to turn my flashlight on this frog because obviously we can't see the cute frog with his little nodules on his toes without a light blaring in his face. Um, I don't know what I was thinking that was going to happen. Definitely didn't think about that. What about I'm about to say would happen. I don't know what's wrong with my words today. I just, I'm having a hard time talking just, just so that you know. I shine the light in this frog's face. This frog straight up leaps off of the wall onto my face. My face. There's a frog on my face. He grabs on to in between my eye area on my nose. He grabs on with his little nodule fingers and then proceeds to use my face as a launch pad off into the darkness of the walkway of by our door. I don't know if you've ever had a frog, a giant frog jump at your face in the night. Um, it didn't feel good. Uh, it and and you know what was terrible about it was the whole thing was terrible about it. But the worst was I felt his little fingers in between my eyes for a good twenty five minutes after. I immediately turn towards the wall that is nearest to me and just start freaking the heck out because the frog jumped on my face and used it to go off. And my daughter thought this was the most hilarious thing ever. Speaking of hilarious bits, this is summer. And you know, in this podcast, I'm not only funny and comedic for you, just to help you in your life, but also I want to give you practical things that you can do to just mom, mom so hard and boss babe so hard, just whatever you need to do so hard. I want to give you ideas to help your life be better. You've heard about um, the ways that I've parented my kids and different things that I've done with them. I decided a a couple weeks ago that it'd be a really fun game to play um, this game that I actually saw on Jimmy Fallon where you have a box He has his guests and there's a box and you put your hand in the box to feel what is in the box. I decided that we're going to play this game with my daughter. If you need a fun summer activity game, moms, this game was absolutely hilarious. My daughter was on the floor crying, 
laughing so hard. So I took this shoe box and I cut a hole and we had her go in the other room and then we had a bowl that we put in the shoe box. So she would put her hole, her hand through the hole at the top and reach into the bowl. So we put all kinds of things in the bowl. But then of course it was my turn and she thought it'd be hilarious to add the grossest like things you can think of from our pantry in this bowl. It was a really, really fun game. So, um, Speaking of summer, summer is this beautiful time where um, the kids are getting this luxurious break from school, which I think kids need. I think kids need more breaks. Huge advocate of kids taking breaks. I think moms need more breaks. Like there should be just a time like during the year that's just like this is the mom summer and the mom summer is like three weeks long. And, um, during the mom summer, she just goes and just gets her hair and makeup done like every day. And there's just house cleaners that come in and she just never has to cook or do anything, but she just gets to enjoy the fun part of like, she almost becomes the grandmother of her children. Like she just gets to enjoy the fun part of the kids instead of like the practical side of mom, I can't find my toothbrush, even though I just you know, you just bought me 10 toothbrushes from the dollar store, can't find it. I need you to get up from the couch and stop drinking your wine to go find my toothbrush for me, even though I'm 12 years old. Just something like, you know, just like, just like a mom, like a time, a time for moms. During this time, I also think that there should be um, just a plethora of just compliments during the season as well, where it's just like, everybody that the mom knows just tells her how pretty she is constantly like all in favor of this clap on this podcast send me a voice memo on the podcast because I think that this needs to be a thing so the kids are on break from school uh, which I love having them around like I love like the, the time that we're able to play but I find I become a different mom during the summer than I do during the school because the school really like gives them structure and things like that. And so there's less times during the day that I need to like be scheduling and planning for them. Like when they come home from school during the school year, I've got kind of like a systematic thing that I do with them every day. And But during the summer, I become like a teacher. And I, I actually ask Andre to help me plan a schedule for them. And it's actually what helps me be able to run my business still and I actually sent this out like um an idea of like hey this is how you schedule your summer and still be able to like get things done because I've been that mom during summers where nothing has gotten done because it's just like there's just kids everywhere just it's just thousands of kids everywhere and you're just like what time is it what day of the week is it what is happening have you eaten breakfast at all ever in the last three weeks but this year piggybacking on the last couple years we have this schedule that we're just like and when we actually had a come to Jesus moment with them last night where um I let them know that there's there's expectations of them as far as like taking care of their own like self because this weird thing happens during summer it's like they're like I don't have to be in school anymore I'm gonna turn off thinking so mom can you think for us like mom can you get me a drink mom can you make my oatmeal because I have forgotten how to do it and I just had this like reminder moment for my kids yesterday I'm like there is an ability in you I believe in you like I'm calling you into the greatness that you are you can do all things through Christ and you can also get the bowl out and make your own oatmeal. like it's just like this moment where it's like 
I'm going to love you by calling you into the more of life because summer has done something to your DNA. It's just like a weird, like you have, there's part of you that's checked out and that part of you has put an, an ultra demand on me and you can get up and get your own. It's just the weirdest thing. You have the ability to get up and get a cup and put it underneath the little spout in the fridge. It's the weirdest thing. So I just want to encourage you as a mom, they can do it all the things they have the ability just hang in there hang in there and um definitely add in consequences should they choose to not I told Audrey the other day I'm like how do I get the deal that they have like I just want I like how do I get some of the things that I do for them like where do I sign up for that life because that life sounds amazing and we talk about this too you know remember when you were young and your um your parents sat for hours while you went to sleep looking up all the fun things to do during summer that were for free. And do you remember how like you would wake up and your mom would have a printed out calendar from the computer and say, hey, I went ahead and found all these cool free activities. Here's like 25 things we're going to be doing this month. And I'm going to take you to every like, do you remember when your mom did that? Yeah, it's so weird. I don't remember my mom doing that for me at all. But here I am as a mom and I have printed out calendars for the next three months of summer. And I'm like, here's what we're going to be doing this week. There's a free water balloon activity at the library and we're going to be going and doing this and we're going to be going and doing that. And, oh, we're going to go do this craft. And we're, like I have already this summer, like summer's like two days old. I've painted two different pairs of shoes from like one shoe for my daughter, one shoe for my son. I shared it on my Instagram stories. And I just like, as I've been like painting these shoes, my son had these really ugly pair of Nike shoes. Like I love Nike. I just absolutely love them. But they, somewhere along the lines, they thought, I know we're going to make these teal iridescent shoes with off white, um, accents. And these are the pair that we're going to get. And I grabbed them from, um, once upon a child. And I love going to once upon a child because it's kind of like treasure hunting. You never know what gently used item, uh, kids item that you're going to find there. And so we found these shoes and I thought, well, I can repaint these for my son. And my son was like not having it. He's like, no, don't want you to do that, mom. Well, he finally let me paint them and they look amazing. Like I, I'm not trying to brag on myself at all, but I was just shocked at how good they turned out. Um, and you know now I'm gonna do a side hustle painting shoes. Just kidding, entrepreneur life. But um, I I finished these shoes and he absolutely loves them and it looks so much better. And you know I just I don't remember my mom like she did so many things for me. But there's just things now that I feel like as an exennial mom, there's like this expectation that our mothers didn't have like and I asked Andres like do you remember when your parents used to like look up all the free stuff in town he's like heck no he's like I was a latchkey kid like wait who was planning my summer for me nobody and I was like exactly but my kids like have this like lavish life so I have this idea um don't steal my idea by the way I want to create a camp that is called back in my day camp and let me tell you the premise of this camp i it's a camp where you can send your kids to the 
the 10 years that you kind of grew into adolescence. So for me, it would be like the 90s. So my kids would go to this camp that was completely and totally only 90s stuff. I mean, we're talking VCRs and waiting. You know, you only could watch the 10, you know, Disney movies that your parents had. And then the 25 other Disney movies that your parents recorded. And um, it had the commercials in between. So as you would watch them, you like got to know the commercials because you're re-watching the, the recorded v- Uh, VHS so much and like the only way that you could find the movie that you wanted was like your mom's cursive handwriting on the like label on the front like I want my kids to experience that and like summers where your mom planned maybe one thing for you to do and it was like you know going to your grandmother's house for like a brunch where all of her friends were there so you know like things like that because these kids have no idea They just don't know. And they don't understand either. Like, they don't get how being bored for them is actually a really good thing. And so, like, when they reach a moment where they're bored, you would think, and if you have kids, you know this, you would think it's the end of the world. Like, my my kids always say, if we're going to drive somewhere or we're going, like, a doctor's appointment or whatever, they say to me, well, what am I going to do when I get there? And I look at them like, you're going to sit there and you're going <laughs> to you're going to wait. That's what that's what you're going to do. You're you're going to exist and be there with me wherever we are. That's what you're going to do. And like you would think that we told them that like Christmas was canceled. Like if they don't have anything to do. And like so Andre and I are like we just have this like desire in us. We want to raise kids that are like super grounded and like kind and empathetic and, you know, just generous and that service oriented and like just thinking about the needs of other people and like giving back to other people. But we also want to raise kids that um, understand that being entertained constantly is a luxury of their generation. I just don't think they're getting that quite yet. So I want to have this camp. So like, any, you know, just, you know, there's a 90s version, the 2000s version, probably maybe even like an 80s version where you send your kid and they have to like my my idea for this brand is that, you know, you drop your kids off there and like the pre um, it's they like kind of ease into the camp experience. So they go into, you know, a, a registration building, they're registered for the camps and they're there with your parents and, um, you know, you sign them in and you fill out all the paperwork, yada, yada, yada. And it looks, you know, like current and, you know, really up to date. And then they transition into this, like this, um, walk-in closet. And this closet is just all period clothes. Like it's just all like eighties, nineties clothes. So I just have this idea where my kids walk into this closet and I'm there, you know, I'm picking out their wardrobe, their wardrobe for the week of just like high-waisted pants and just velcro everything and that weird like multicolored jeans and I'm picking it out for that this is like a fantasy that I have for them just to like help them be more like grounded and cultured of like just gratitude for where 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 we're at um so I'm picking out their clothes and my daughter would definitely I would pick out like just something with um side ponies and just big you know I can't think of the word right now, the shoulder pads, (laughs) big shoulder pads. So you pick out their entire wardrobe and it's like a slow transition to like help them not be so shocked. So it's like, you know, 
date in really modern you know registration building and then a little bit less modern you know clothing area and then you just ease them right into here's the bunker that you're going to be staying in with like uh you know the zip up um the zip up sleeping bags with like that terrible do you remember that fabric that they had i hated this fabric i don't even know what it's called but it like always got snagged on your fingernails oh i could like it hurts my teeth talking about this fabric but that was what lined every single sleeping bag was just that and um so yeah so that's my idea for this camp and there just did absolutely be no technology whatsoever except for really slow dial up internet that just and the AOL CDs would just be everywhere so um yeah I'd want them to have that and just um also those like heated up um like hot pockets that just were burning on the outside and freezing cold on the inside I think I, what I would want for them to experience is just like this is what this is where we came from like this is what is helping us help you become who you are because we didn't have um the luxuries that you had we you know we like we didn't have these things like there's there was lead paint in in some you know obviously that wouldn't be there at the camp because that'd be terrible but like our parents made very questionable choices in a lot of areas in our life. Like we had microwaved meals. Like who knows what was in those things? Like just nobody even knows. Like nobody even knows. Like there just wasn't what there is now. And so, yeah, that's my dream. And they're like, every time I tell them about this dream of this camp, they're like, please, no, please, mom, don't send us to this camp. And I'm like, what like if you know somebody that runs a camp like please send them my way so I can just execute this brand with excellence like if they, I just want my kids to feel like they just fell into the movie Stranger Things like just all of that an entire week so that when they come out of it they're like mom we get it thank you thank you for helping us become the adults that we're going to be in our future and that's just that's that's just the life that I'm I'm dreaming of I, it makes me wonder though like what what do you like as you're raising your kids like what are some of those thoughts that you have that you're just like I wish that they knew about like please send me a voice message on like the link is in um the bio of the podcast like send me a voice message so that I can know some of the because I feel like I'm the only am I the only parent that's like if you only knew like I just want to get rid of any like smart anything and just put VCRs in every room and just be like listen we used to have to wait to watch Lion King okay and we had to watch all of all of our movies had a good 25 minutes of just straight up credits before we even got to the movie like what was up with that like what what, we just were kids wait like we we died of boredom waiting for our movie to start like there's none of this oh what movie do you want Netflix play No, no no we had to watch every single credit just and then and then the thing that we used to do growing up was like because it was so long and it took forever was there anybody that had our name like anytime i saw julie in the opening credits i'm like yeah julie you get that you you get that costume design like you you get that lighting and effects like i just was like i was rooting for every julie and that was like how i entertained my mind my kids don't know what that's like well partly because their names are super unique um their names are their names are so unique oh my gosh speaking of that my daughter has like 
her name is Lelia, which I just love her name, and it means um, highest point of heaven, which I've kind of, like, translated in my mind to mean, like, perspective. So it means, like, in my mind, it means, like, God's perspective of things. And this child, we went to Starbucks today um, to get her a drink before she went to her camp this morning. And um, every time that I tell her name, like, somebody looks up at me like, what kind like what like what in the world did you just say like can you was that in a different language like what and they never know how to spell it because it's really unique in that way but I just looked at her this morning I was like it's okay if when you go to Starbucks you tell people that your name is Jane or something and like I get it because nobody knows how to spell it nobody can remember it and um yeah it's just one of those like really unique names I love unique names I absolutely love unique beautiful names and I was like my daughter is unique I want her to have a unique name and now that she's older she's like mom like can you just can I just go by my middle name and I'm like absolutely like she's now wanting to do that but um you know back in my day we didn't get to do that we didn't get to choose our names um we didn't we we also didn't have moms that dropped by Starbucks for us like on our like you don't know what it's like like we we barely got a juice like we had sunny d like that was our orange juice which is like sugar and orange like stuff like that that's what we had I I think sometimes we got orange juice it was like it was like a special occasion when we were even allowed to have orange juice because we would just go through it so fast but in any case, so that is summer right now. Like we're just in the heart of summer and um the intellect in me and like the 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 mom like boss in me is like, "Okay, how do we make summer be the most like fun academic? You know, don't don't miss out on the academics that it could possibly be." And I'm sure my children are just like, "Mom, <laughs> please. <laughs> please no." But like reading's so important. <laughs> reading's so important for your kids. I actually made um, this actually went out to my newsletter a couple of days ago too. I actually made reading charts um, that I, I sent I sent as a freebie. If you want one, send me um, your email. I'll send it over to you. I made reading charts for my kids when they were younger to help encourage and inspire reading over summers because it's so important. And I'm really glad that I married an educator because then I seem less... I seem less ridiculous when I'm like, okay, guys, how much did you read? We're putting it on your chart. I don't do it quite like that anymore now that they're older. But I just I just hope that these things that I'm instilling in them, they just grab onto. And then then when they're older, they can ha- they're going to have a camp that's like, back in my day, we didn't have robots that cleaned our rooms for us. So you're going to have to clean your own room. Like, who knows what in the world is coming when these kids grow up? when these kids grow up I just don't even know I don't even know like I'm gonna have great 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 grandkids listening to this podcast be like what in the world my my great grandmother was amazing she was on fire with her podcast (laughs) she was on fire oh man so that's what's been going on um frogs jumping on faces heart of summer living um just um started something really helpful the other day um, just in efforts to reconnect to myself and in efforts to like help in just dealing with so many different variables going on. Like, I feel like, you know, you, you've heard me say this before, just there's, there's so much fast paced moving in life and like running a business and having kids and doing summer and all these different things that are going on in different relationships. Like 
I'm just constantly looking for more ways to help myself like be grounded and just be loving and investing into myself. And um, I, I finally got a release from my doctor to drink coffee again. So for those of you who've been sad because I haven't been able to drink coffee, I'm drinking coffee again and I have that. But I started doing... Um, just like breathing techniques and meditation, which was amazing. If you've never tried that before, I highly recommend it. Another thing that I've been doing too is like you've heard me talk about my morning routine. I'm actually in the process of creating a night routine. And it right now it involves like a ton of essential oils and lots of coconut oil and just like oils and just oils everywhere because I just, there's just, so much that like my brain just like goes like crazy you ever feel like your brain just won't stop and I just have to like reconnect with myself and like recenter myself so that I can just sleep and just disconnect from everything so I downloaded an app to help me do that and also I really want to like learn some of these things so I can help the kids too so I'm doing that as well but gosh it's just been it's been a time it's been a time and it's it almost feels like I've just been in this like season for a minute where um it's just been raining I mean you've heard me talk about that before just raining and lots of tsunamis and just all that kind of crazy stuff and um you know it's 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 been it's been it has been it has been, I don't know what else to say about it, but it has been, but I want to tell you that because, um, I want to keep it real. And like, this is the podcast of the journey. And this is the podcast of learning to be triumphant in the journey and learning to be victorious in the journey. And, um, as a mother, you know, I just, I realized recently, like how incredibly valuable it is to learn how to walk out like difficult things and pain and process and disappointment and rejection in your brand, in your personal life, in your relationships, how to do that really well. And Andre and I were just kind of touching on the subject of like, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't learn how to deal with some of these things just practically. We just didn't learn how to do it. And so coming into our adult life and and raising kids that are entering puberty and all these things, like we're realizing how incredibly important it is to be able to deal with our ish. And I don't, you know, I don't use that. I don't use that word. I don't, I just don't like cuss words (laughs) at all. I don't like them. They don't feel pretty. They don't feel pretty coming out of my mouth. I don't like them at all. But dealing with some of our stuff, like, and I feel like we don't, um, we don't like acknowledge our own victories enough and we don't, um, we were too busy trying to rewind those dang VCRs and to like deal with like, how do I deal with pain when I'm 10 years old? I don't know what to do with this. And, um, I think that the more that we kind of deal with, and this is like my encouragement to you as a warrior woman is like the more that we learn how to deal with stuff in our own life, we're going to be able to like pass that on. I'll never forget this moment. I had this moment, um, where I realized like how fast God can use your triumph in somebody else's life. So I it was it was during a a season where I had made a really interesting choice, and that was to break up with my husband. Um, not while we were married or engaged when we were dating, because I was freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. I was completely fine through that whole time. And so I thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to freak out. And my freak out's going to look like breaking up with the most amazing man I've ever met in my life. This is a wise decision for me. That, that was where I was at at that time. 
And um, after I made that terrible decision, I realized it was a really bad decision and I realized that I was in love with him and like I hadn't really ever been in love like that before. And so I was freaking out. So I continued to try and get him back because that's a lot. I mean, that's a logical thing you do. Like when you break up with someone amazing, you're like, wait a second, it's been 10 minutes. I'm going to start restart this relationship out of nothing. And Andre was just not having it because he was like, girl, you, you are something right now and I'm going to let you be something over there and I'm going to be my something awesome over here and I don't know what's going on with you, which I get. I mean, now looking back, I'm like, mm, was that the best choice for him? I don't know. Look how amazing I was just because I had a moment. <laughs> Do we really not get back together with the girl that broke up with you just because she's having a moment? No, I think you need to. So that was going on, and um, I had this revelation in my kitchen. I was trying so desperately to, like, hang out with him and spend time with him because I thought, if he's just around me, there's no way he's going to be able to resist my epicness. Like, this is where I was at right now in 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 that part of the story. And so I had this revelation where I was like, you know what? Um, He's saying no. And I'm going to respect that because that's who I am as a woman. And if he says no, then that's a no. And I'm going to submit to that and I'm going to respect him because if we ever do get back together, that's who I want to be in his life. That's the kind of woman that I want to be. It's like, if you give me a no, I'm not going to try and convince you to a yes. I'm going to respect that and I'm going to submit to your no. And so I made that transaction in my heart and I was like, and I, and I told him and I was like, listen, like, I respect you. I respect that you're saying no. And I'm going to honor that and I'm not going to try and pursue you because this is this is what you're saying. And so that was where my maturity stepped in and like that's who I really am. And so I had that moment and it wasn't very long after. I think it was like a day or two days. Um, I met somebody who was almost in the identical situation. Like her and her boyfriend had broken up and it was like a really big deal for her. And it was just a moment. It was just like... And she was like devastated. And so we met for coffee and it was like a day later after I had this like revelation in my heart. It was like a day later and she was just like beside herself. She's like, I want to be with him and he's amazing and I love him and all this stuff. And I just looked at her like I was like, I felt like this is how I describe it. I was like a midwife and like just a midwife in the spirit. That's kind of how I see it. It's like I delivered my own baby of revelation. And then I was like, all right, girl, get up and help somebody else deliver theirs. Like, that's what it felt like to me. And so I just told her, I was like, listen, like if somebody's, if he's telling, you no, like you got to respect that and you got to submit to that. And just like, you know, like it's going to be okay, but just respect and submit to that. It's a no. And so she did and I did and like her life turned out amazing and she is awesome and amazing and has a way different beautiful life now than what she thought she was going to have and that transaction in my heart let Andre realize because I wasn't pursuing him anymore it gave him space to like consider what he really wanted and now we've been married (laughs) now we're married um so yeah it was just like that moment but I realized like in walking out some stuff and like 2019 like I always do this I never plan on sharing this stuff with you and then I'm like well since we're talking about it since we're here we're talking about it I'll just tell you everything I you know it started off like amazing and you can listen to the journey on the podcast because I've been documenting it the whole way through but like 
I would like, there was just months and months and months of like just extreme happiness. Like it just was the most happy I've ever been in my life and like all this stuff. And then stuff started going down and just a lot of different things happening. And, um, it just was stuff. It just was stuff that I was dealing with. And at the beginning of 2019, I knew that this is a butterfly year. And I realized this past week and, and just kind of pausing the podcast for a minute, which I don't like doing. I really like, I almost like feel, and this is the part of the woman in me and like the entrepreneur in me that I'm just giving myself grace. Like, I feel like, girl, you should be able to do all things no matter what's going on in your life. And I've had to just like let myself feel and let myself go and give grace to myself. Like it is okay to like breathe and to take a break and do we need to do like it is okay like you're young you just pick yourself back up and you're gonna come back around to it and it's gonna be okay but um it's taking me a while to get to that point where like in journey it is okay to like breathe for a second so in doing that I realized that in in transitioning and if you're in a butterfly season or if you're you know you're transitioning into a butterfly before um before the butterfly can take flight the beautiful butterfly who has gone from caterpillar to chrysalis and had all this rearranging and all this um, reorganizing inside of the chrysalis, there's one last transition. And that is from inside the chrysalis to out of the chrysalis. And I realize that that is the biggest struggle, isn't it? Because when, when the transformation is happening from caterpillar to butterfly it's almost like a rest it's almost like a chill moment but the struggle for the struggle for the butterfly is breaking out and climbing out and then there's another pause before the flight and I realized that this week I'm like is that where I'm at right now this is my butterfly season so I am busting out the chrysalis baby I am coming out it made me think of um, one one year, I was like eight years old in New Jersey, and my sister and I found this cicada bug, and this is like turned into like an amphibian bug podcast, <laughs> I don't know. We found this um, cicada, and we um, felt really bad for it, because it was struggling so hard to get out of its shell, it was like you know, had transitioned or, you know, the exoskeleton or whatever. And we just, we didn't know. And so I thought, well, I need to help it. That's what's like, it's struggling to get out. So I need to help it. And so I stepped in and like, you know, just tried to peel back, you know, the, the shell. And so then we had to go in for dinner and we came back out to check on it and it had actually died. Um, and I don't know why it died. Like, I don't know just like what exactly happened, but I remember at eight years old, like learning that lesson of like, you know, if you take the struggle out of it, if you take all the struggle out of it, um, you know, the pain is what makes us move. The pain's what makes us uncomfortable. And, and, you know, sometimes we just want like an escape from the, the feeling. And I get that. And I think that's really important sometimes. And I think that that like if you're in a tough season, like you've got to be going and petting puppies and eating pizza. Like I just I'm a firm believer in that. But also just understanding that in that struggle, there's something really beautiful happening and it's a transition and the pain can have purpose and the struggle can have purpose and um it's finding 
what is it what is it doing in you and and just realizing that sometimes the pain comes from our misunderstanding and our our misperception of the situation and um, just realizing that and having that revelation will help us in those last like little bit of like you know what I'm gonna push through this you know I've, I've got this like I I know that God's with me I know that I'm made for greatness and so it doesn't matter then what comes at you because if you have the perspective that there's so much that you're not in control of anyway And the most important thing is that you are like taking care of you because you can't put an oxygen mask on somebody else if you're not taking care of yourself. So I'm glad that hopefully part of your self-care is here listening to the podcast. I'm glad that you're here in this journey with me and I cannot wait for just finding more precious, simple, joyful moments in the middle. And like I thought of again, inside out. Disney movies and me are like just just together. We're together together. We just would learn revelation from Disney. I'm going to be that person that's crying my eyes out when I see um Lion King again that's coming out. But um just remembering that there's so much joy in the simple moments and to not miss not miss the beauty of um those small, like beautiful little things, no matter what is going on. And sometimes we need that somebody that's closest to us to remind us like, you're going to be okay. And you're going to get through this and you're more than a conqueror. And this is not the end. And I think sometimes we need other women to remind us like, you have been through so much, like, you know what you've been through. And even though there's not very many people that you know, know your story like you do maybe it's just your spouse your sister your best friend you know what you've walked through and like it has not taken you out and you're not going to let it take you out and just to like pick yourself back up and say you know what doesn't matter if a frog freaking jumps in my face and it feels sticky little fingers in the middle of my eyes like I'm gonna get through this like I'm gonna still be able to walk up to my door with confidence and not be afraid of the frogs okay like that's what we're gonna do we're gonna pull ourselves up we're gonna pick ourselves up we're going to feel the feelings. And I think that's what's going to um, with the back in my day camp is that we don't like, um, I didn't, wasn't taught like how to deal with some like pain. Like I, I wasn't taught how to deal with some of the stuff. And like, I'll never forget this concept of like, it's a wave. So what are you going to do in the wave? Like, are you going to like flounder? Or are you going to anchor down? Are you going to like, I almost see it like, like, putting your feet underneath um like if there's like a board or like a bottom of something like not the ocean because the ocean doesn't have a board but I almost see it like there's a board and then there's like these straps for your feet and you just like stick your little feet in those straps and you just like hold your breath and you're like I'm gonna let this wave pass and I'm gonna come out on the other side with the most babe mermaid hair and the history of babe mermaid hair and it doesn't matter what anybody says or it doesn't matter what I'm going through I'm gonna find the good in it because Everybody knows that that the ocean and salt water is so good for your skin. So if nothing else, I'm going to come on the other side with beautiful skin and just babe hair. You know, like whatever you got to do to like help yourself be okay. And, you know, making those lists of like, this is what I need today. Like I need to X, Y, Z. This is what I'm going to need to do. Like I need to take care of myself this way or I need to take care of myself that way. And then giving yourself grace for those times where it's like, I can't podcast or I can't, you know, send out an email right now or whatever it is. Like 
just being gracious and patient with yourself in your own journey. Like, um, I went to my dear, sweet, amazing friend's um, little graduation, and she just has been like the most gorgeous human ever. Like, she is just like every beautiful Disney princess wrapped into one person but her character and like her sweetheart is just so beautiful so I went to this um graduation and you know she's 18 years old and she's like the most beautiful person ever and I'm just so proud of who she is and she's been so supportive to me and her family has been amazing in my life and I just cannot say good enough good about her but um I just remember looking at her and I was thinking like she's 18 years old and like the one thing that I wanted her to take away from was love yourself and get to know yourself like if there's anything like get to know what like you and love you and like be on this journey forever of getting to know you and honoring honoring you you and your greatness because you can't give what you don't have inside yourself and you can't give out of an empty cup and so I think sometimes we realize like hey the cup's empty because holy crap like I the cup got emptied in the wave that just hit me just realizing that it's okay to like step back refresh um do whatever you need to do and come back to it because like your kids need you to be the, the your kids need you to be okay your kids need you to be taking care of yourself your family needs that your sister your friend but like most of all you need that so hope this encourages you in the journey i hope that whatever you're going through you know that there's other boss babes out there other women other moms out there going through stuff too and like we're all in journey like nobody is not struggling with something whether it's big or small celebrities and regular celebrities alike we all have stuff that we're processing and going through we all have things that that are stretching us and growing us and we all have opportunities that we need to um grow in our character so just remember like whatever you're going through right now like remember who you are like just that Mufasa moment like don't forget who you are like you are made for greatness you are royalty you're amazing like girl you got this and if you ever need a cheerleader you know where to find me if you ever need somebody to relate to of like why are my kids eating 17,000 snacks in summer I'm here like I get that and just we have boundaries here too we have snack boundaries like there's other we have snack boundaries and we have oh my goodness, like, you need to drink water. Why aren't you drinking water, child? Like, you are just a sophisticated plant. Please drink water and have vitamin D. Like, I'm over here. I'm with you. I'm in this with you. So please, love, love, love. I honor and respect you in your journey. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for supporting me with this podcast. It's almost my podcast anniversary, almost a year of podcasting. I've loved every second of it. (sighs) Even the rain. Even the rain. Just learn to dance in the rain, babe. All right, I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, bye.